Welcome to High Impact Influence, the podcast. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. The website is growgreat.com. We are on day 14 of our 30-day micro-leadership course. Today is September the 14th, 2021. Now, we've covered an awful lot of ground, and I hope that you are finding the course helpful so far. Just remember, there is a vast difference between knowing and doing. So make sure you put things into practice. We want this information to benefit you in real life. And when we get to the end, I'm going to ask you to email me. I want to know how things are going. Today, I want to introduce you to a concept that is as powerful as anything that you can do to improve your life as a leader. Yesterday, we introduced the power of the corner, the power of looking into the mirror, and the power of getting out of the corner by moving forward. It's all part of the process required so that we are at long last making no excuses. Your ideal outcome is your story. This is about your narrative, your story. Mostly it's about you taking full control over the story that you are writing. It is not about you controlling, frankly, because you can't the story that other people write about you. You know, we've all got our share of harsh critics, people who enjoy making false assumptions about us based on beliefs that they quote unquote, know are true. And we also have our critics who read the worst chapter of our life and they will forever judge us based solely on that chapter. Don't be preoccupied by these people. In fact, better yet, don't even give them the first thought, much less the second one. Ghost writers abound. These are people who are willing to craft your story to their liking. You can choose to let them influence your own writing of your life, or you can ignore them and get busy writing the story that you want to pursue as your ideal outcome. You know which one I'm going to encourage you to do. So let's just concentrate on writing the best story possible. And that's what we learn while we are in that corner. So let's not forget that. It's a very important lesson. We're going to live a life of no excuses. Now, we have to keep in mind that sometimes people are listening or reading the story that we are writing, and we're unhappy with it. But now that we're in this land of no more excuses, we're going to accept responsibility for it. Sometimes people conclude things about us that we resent until we figure out that we're the ones writing the story that they're reading. His boss tells me he's not a very good delegator. I ask him to explain. And he mentions the many times that this executive, one of his direct reports, talks about doing things himself. And the boss offers me many examples of conversations where this member of his leadership team seems to perform tasks himself and the boss rightly concludes that this member of his team he also well not only does he need to learn how to delegate additionally the boss believes that this person this member of his executive team who also has about four direct reports he's not he's not fully developing his people in fact he tells me there's no way his team is growing with him taking full ownership of all these things i need him to develop his bench better, and to be more strategic. Well, armed with the boss's perspective, I meet with the executive. About 40 minutes into our conversation, he has mentioned a number of times 
the work of his team. Well, I, I'm my intuition is real heightened, and I'm I'm getting a very different notion of how he is interacting with his team versus the way the boss thinks he is interacting with his team. It's obvious to me that team members are performing at least in his mind. I need to find out what's true. I need to find out what might be falsely assumed here because these stories that I'm getting, they're not congruent. Tell me about how your boss views the work of your team. I ask him and he goes on to tell me how the boss, you know, the boss really likes members of the leadership team. He wants, he wants us to be in the center of things. He really wants us to be leaders who make a firsthand difference. Tell me more. I ask, well, at every staff meeting, it's pretty competitive. You know I mean? All of us are trying to make sure that we get credit for what is happening in our area. And it seems to us that it's, it's just the best way for the boss to have confidence in us. I listen. I'm making some mental notes of just how different these stories are. And over the next few weeks, I follow the evidence. I dive into finding out what is really going on here. Conclusion. The employee thinks he's telling the story his boss wants to hear. Instead, he's telling the boss a story that doesn't serve him. It doesn't serve his team. It doesn't serve his boss. And after visiting with his team, it is clear to me, yes, they're strong. They're performing at a fairly high level and he is strategic, but he's telling his boss a story that isn't accurately portraying the work because he thinks he's telling his boss the story his boss wants to hear. So we get busy figuring out how he can not only write a better story, but how he, he can tell a better story, one that is more accurate to who he is and what he is and what his team is really doing. You know, sometimes we're writing the story we want. We're just failing to tell it as well as we could. And both of these things matter. So tomorrow we're going to focus on writing our story, and then we're going to follow it up the day after that with a more focused conversation about how to make sure that we are telling it well, telling it accurately. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Man, tomorrow is going to be the halfway point of our 30-day leadership course, and I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. See you tomorrow.